Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with veteran jazz pianist Joe Alterman on the 2023 CD, Joe Alterman Plays Les McCann, Big Mo, and Little Joe. This Atlanta native is always upbeat with a broad smile and bright eyes that make all feel welcome. On his latest album, he pays homage to a master he believes needs more credit for his prowess. We get into this and so much more. Enjoy. What's up, man? Nothing. How about you? Uh, just a couple of Joes figuring it all out. <laughs> Thanks for wanting to chat with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We caught up a little while back, didn't we? We did. Yeah, it's been a while. I, I mean, has it been a year? Maybe even a year and a half? I don't even know. You know, with this whole COVID thing, it's like the Dali painting. All the clocks have <laughs> melted. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so, it's, all, it's all very strange. But yeah, man, as usual, I love this brand new album. Thank you. It, yeah, it's wonderful, and what I would like to do is really just kind of delve in to this brand-new album and, and just kind of get your thoughts. Before we do that, like, how surviving COVID, how did you survive COVID, and how good does it feel to have a brand-new album out now? Oh, no. Well, uh, yeah, COVID was definitely a tricky time, but um, and while I'm, you know, not the biggest fan of uh, virtual concerts, I'm lucky that I... Uh, play the piano because I had a lot of opportunities to at least do that. Or as a lot of my other musician friends who play, you know, the drums, for example, did not get a lot of uh, virtual performance opportunities. So, I mean, at least I was able to, to do that. And, uh, you know, I think for me, COVID was, I remember like uh, something that was uh, very helpful for me to work on during that time was, both uh, mixing and mastering and, st- and selecting the music for my last album, The Upside of Down, and also thinking about this album. So, uh, you know, I have so many favorite Les McCann tunes, and uh, it was really hard to narrow it down. But, I mean, for me, that last album, not to talk about that, but The Upside of Down uh, kind of s- sums up for me a lot of my COVID time because I wrote that song before COVID, but the title didn't come to me until like April of 2020 when all the gigs had been canceled and I had more time than ever to spend at the piano, but nothing to prepare for. So I got to ask myself the question, what do you want to play? <laughs> so uh, I, I was trying to find some good in all the bad. And that's uh, when the title Upside or Down came to me. So it was, it was a lot of that, trying to find the good and the bad and being thankful for, you know, my health and uh, some opportunities I have, but it's so nice to, play for people in person again and uh and to have this album out it's really special for me so yeah what do the crowds feel like is there a different energy out there it is i mean well for me i think uh i've noticed uh i mean for one it's just great to be you know with people in a room where you could see them and feel their energy and everything i think one thing i really noticed um and speaking to audiences at my shows which means a lot is that post COVID or wherever we are um, or pre COVID, I feel like a lot of people would enjoy the music at the gigs and they tell me how much they enjoyed my piano playing. I feel like post COVID, I haven't really gotten that. It's more about how good the music makes them feel. (laughs) And uh, so I I think it feels like people for the most part are uh, cherishing being able to be hearing live music in a room with with the musicians. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So what are you hoping people get from this new album about you, your interpretation on Les? 
what are you hoping they get from it? Well, I guess there's a few things. I mean, um, I've always felt that even though Les was uh, and still is popular and well-known, I think he's uh, underrated as both a pianist and a composer. And so for me, uh, the initial goal here was to uh, bring some attention to some of his compositions, which is one of the reasons I didn't put compared to what on the album. Um, so I think, you know, I'd love to, for people to take more notice of how great of a composer Les was and is. And, uh, you know, I hope they enjoy my interpretations of it. And, uh, you know, to me, it's just special because even before I knew Les, I'd always kind of resonated with his music and felt like there's something really personal in it. And like, when I was younger, I remember thinking, I bet if I practice, I might sound kind of like that. And uh, I think, um, I hope people take away um, also uh, that, you know, hear that resonance that I feel with Les and his music. Not that I'm trying to copy him or anything, but that it just, hopefully it comes across as a very personal interpretation of, of his composition. So if anyone out there wants to pick up this album, watch you play live, anything pertaining to your world, where's the best place for them to go? Well, I guess they could either go uh, on social media. My name's Joe Alterman on all the, the apps and stuff. And also my website is joealtermanmusic.com. So uh, either one, we'll have all the information. Great to catch up with you, Joe. I'm so glad that I got some some insight into this album. It's wonderful. I've already played it on the program, so thank you. Best of luck, man. Oh, man, thank you for playing it. Thanks for talking to me. It's good to talk to you. Thanks for listening and tuning into another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in Atlanta, Kansas City, and spots all over the globe, giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Joe for coming back to Neon Jazz for his time, energy, and cool. If you want to hear more Neon Jazz interviews, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us at YouTube, and for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.